0: You are listening to Wait a Minute with Beth and Jessica, episode 42. I'm Jessica Pearson, Certified Life Coach. And I'm Beth Barnett-Babel, Integrative Nutrition Therapist.
1: Together, we're a path nutrition and we help clients break free from diet culture and create a healthy relationship with their body and food. Get our free anti-diet toolkit now by going to our website, pathnutrition.com. There's also still time to sign up for our unlimited VIP program. It's a one-year program that's a full makeover of body and mind. We're including everything so you can learn to understand your body and how to treat it and understand your mind and what's in it. We're even including a retreat to Costa Rica if you sign up for January 1st. Please go to pathnutrition.com backslash unlimited to learn more. Hey, Beth, it's your birthday. Happy birthday. Thank you. I didn't wish you
0: happy birthday when we got on because I wanted
1: to save it for this moment. How's your home going?
0: Thanks. It's pretty good. I'm sitting in the bathroom. (laughs) Not Not using the bathroom, but the joys of life in Austin because the house is getting demoed next door. And I didn't want everybody to have to hear just like the crunchy pounding sound or have to have a person try to figure out how to edit that out. So I'm in the bathroom, but it's my favorite bathroom with my favorite wallpaper. So. And that's what 44 looks like. Are you
1: doing anything today to celebrate or did y'all celebrate over the weekend?
0: We had d- fancy dinner last night, but today after we get off of this, I am going to go wake surf. So I'm going to put on my wetsuit and go surf and see if that elusive 360 happens today because I'm That's so close. Very brave of you
1: because it's only like 60 degrees and it's super foggy. So,
0: yeah. Well, the weather said it was going to be 75. So we're like, oh, yeah, it'd be perfect. But it, it'll burn off, I think, hopefully. Yeah, well, well I, hope, I hope I hope you
1: hit the 360. That's exciting. Will you film it? Can you get somebody to film it.
0: We will try. We're not very good at filming our sessions, but we will. We'll try. See if Phil can get it done for me.
1: We could do. We could totally do a reel of like the 10 times you fell, and then
0: when you finally did it, it would be really. Oh my god! It would be like like at least a couple hundred falls, and then the one. Well, I can get all the way around, but I can't keep going. Like I'm not able to still then like keep going i'm like it's stalled. i'm stalled out at the top and then i'm like nah, nah. so there's a lot of potential footage of that in my
1: mind well 44 and wake surfing and doing tricks is pretty amazing I like yeah that for you
0: yeah which then it's perfect actually it's the perfect segue into today's topic
1: yeah. So today we wanted to touch on the when I trap. And that's the trap of when you say to yourself, like, this is just an example, right? But we say to ourselves, when I lose the weight is when I'll buy the thing or do the thing, you know, it's like, mm-hmm. then I'll buy the dress or then I'll buy new jeans. And that's kind of a small example, but it's just when you believe that putting off what you really desire is necessary and you're telling yourself that you can't have it until you achieve something else first. At least that's how I would explain it. Is that how you think about it?
0: Yeah, that's exactly how I think about it. So if we take monetary things out of it and it's like, oh, well, I'll go do this activity or this vacation when I, and in our world, it's associated with a weight loss goal.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's like, oh, when I lose weight, then I will feel more confident. And we believe that is a trap, you know? And so it's like, well, why are we putting off what we really want? And I think there's a couple big ones. And one is definitely that our brain is kind of wired to fear the unknown. So if we don't know what it feels like to be confident in our body, you know, it's just your brain trying to protect you from the un- unknown essentially, but it's kind of that old wiring that's not necessary. It's not like a dangerous act, right? So mm-hmm. it's just kind of this brain trying to protect us and it will send us these messages of, ooh, how can I delay this scary thing in my mind? And so that's one reason. And mm-hmm. then the other one, which I don't know, I feel like both of these happen to me, but it might be this underlying belief that maybe we don't deserve it or good enough to get it yet and that that one I feel like can be subconscious or overt right sometimes we feel very connected to that thought and other times it's kind of lingering underneath and we don't even know that we're really telling ourselves that
0: yeah I used to do this with certification certification chasing so like oh I'm not going to be I can't be the practitioner that I want to be until I get yeah, all these letters behind my name. And then I don't know when it clicked and I was like, oh, I don't care anymore. <laughs> yeah. So I don't I don't wait for the, the certifications to to d- dictate how I'm going to proceed in my practice.
1: Yeah, that's such a
0: good one. Meaning I'm not going to like, you know, make it put anybody in danger.
1: Yeah, (laughs) 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 Not practicing out of her scope, but it's like, that is just such a good one because I think that as you know, we have a lot of high achieving female clients, you know, Mm -hmm. or or just high achieving clients in general. And that's really common of like, I have to achieve, achieve, achieve. It's like this perfectionist attitude of like, if I can't do it perfect, I'm not going to do it at all, which essentially is, you know, putting it off because we don't believe that we're good enough. Right.
0: Yeah. So I just would be like, well, I'm just never we're never going to have the success until mm-hmm. I get all these letters. And I'm so glad I got rid of that. It was so fun.
1: Yeah. I love to practice the thought of like, I have what I need right now.
0: Mm-hmm. Because it's so easy with anything.
1: It could be education. It could be money. It could be clothes. It could be weight. It could be anything, you know, or love, you know, attention, time, energy. Right, it's like we just think we need more, 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 and mm-hmm. maybe we do need a little bit more of some of these things. But we, it's like we end up in the trap. How do we know what we're, when we're in the trap? Is what we're going to talk about it next. Mm-hmm. Um, so first, I was asked, like, well, what is the desire? Like, what is the thing that you're putting off that you would like to have or achieve or experience? And then why? Well, first, like, what am I telling myself mm-hmm. that I like? What am I saying that's putting it off? why am I telling myself that I can't have it now? Like, what is my excuse? And then do I like that reason? Like, do I think it's a good enough excuse or reason? Because, you know, sometimes we're like, well, am I just being irresponsible or responsible? Like, how do I know? There's usually some facts or clues that are facts that can help us look at it. And Oftentimes, like the facts are really helpful versus the, you know, dramatic story that we're telling ourselves that is not true. Mm -hmm. So to go back to like the weight or the body thing, you know, it's like, oh, yeah, I can't buy a new pair of jeans until I lose 10 pounds. Like, that's not a fact. right? Right. You know, there might be other facts around that circumstance or experience that might be a better reason for you that feels good. But I guess the other way to know is to really like check in with your body and see like, how does this feel? Like, does it feel good to put it off? Or does it feel, I don't know, restrictive or constricting? Or is it like coming from a place of fear that is not the exciting fear? You know, we talk about the older we get, we kind of confuse or conflate like fear and excitement. Sometimes it's hard to determine between the two. But Usually when I'm excited, I'm smiling. (laughs) I might still be really scared and, like, tense, but I can tell because I'm smiling versus, like, fear, fear. yeah. So, yeah. How did you get to the place where you were like, okay, I don't need these extra certifications?
0: Even if you wanted them. Like, you might still go get some. But Uh, Well, so, for example, with the functional medicine one, I did... Everything. I took all the classes. I wrote the case study. Granted, in hindsight, the first case study I submitted, yeah, didn't have in as much details, you know, because they couldn't read my mind. So when I resubmitted the case study for another four hundred dollars, then and I, and I put everything into it. I was like, "There's no detail undone here." And then then I waited forever for those results, but I was really confident in it. And then I took the online test and it was like a whole bunch of stuff. It reminded me of being back in college and high school of just like knowing the stuff. But then they test you on things that you're like, where did that come from? Like you were supposed to remember all this other stuff from things that got you to this one class. And that's how it felt. And so I was just really mad. So I somehow passed a test that I walked out on and then failed the case study where I nailed it because they didn't believe in the Ayurvedic medicine path that I chose for that client to support that client and that I should have done more of like an X, Y, and Z thing. And I was like, wait, what? None of this makes any sense. And so I realized that it was about some other thing for them and about money. It wasn't really about the functional medicine process. And I was like, no, I know what I can do and I have witnessed it over and over and over again with clients. And I am done chasing this thing. Yeah. Like done. Because it was just so frustrating to me to go through the whole process and pay so much money. And then it was so all backwards. And I was like, no, I can't do this anymore. I know what I know. And I help people every day.
1: I Tell love me. that thought. I know what I know. And I help people every day is such a good thing. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's kind of crazy because it took you to this like kind of, I don't know, I don't want to put words in your mouth, but it, like stressful or maybe disappointing experience. It was of all, um,
0: I was <laughs> you were just like, I remember calling you and I was like, I just walked out of the test. You were like, isn't it early for you to be done? I was like, I walked out. I need a margarita. <laughs> and you consoled me. When I was just like yeah. shaking my head, going at the restaurant, drinking my margarita at 11 o'clock, going, what happened?
1: <laughs> I studied bourbon. When we when we used to have margaritas on Fridays. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. So, well, so I guess my point of, of saying that is like, you know, sometimes to get to this understanding of ourself and our self-worth is not always like a glamorous like aha moment wow. where we just are feeling good. Sometimes it's like we have to.
0: I got kicked it. in the knees.
1: Yeah, you got kicked down a little, but this is where, you know, we talk about self-confidence. It's like, oh, you were able to like get yourself back up and you knew what you knew. Mm -hmm. And it was like kind of this moment where you're like, wait a second, I'm going to believe like I don't need to go by their rules. I don't need to do what they're telling me and I'm still worthy and I know what I know and I can help people. And I just think that's such a beautiful thing. And I think that's what we kind of are getting at with clients is we want them to get to a point where they know what they know and they know they can help themselves. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Because with, with you feel stuck by weight, you know, that is really, that's a challenging place because, you know, there's just so many things that you can still always do in the body that you're in. And I, I know that some people have like a certain number because they're like, well, then I can't go on these rides or do these particular activities and it's like well i get that and i understand that but we can still do other things and then while we are slowly working towards this other goal of being able to get to this number so you can do these things but we're still not going to stop living now just to go on this one thing that we That, you know, a lot of people, you know, like have the desire to go and, you know, want to do that activity. But then, you know, really, we might do it like once a year or two or three, you know, like it's usually actually not as top of mind for a lot of us, but we make it be really important.
1: Yeah, it sounds like a big deal. It's kind of that we want what we can't have. Desire. Yeah. And it does feel like a milestone. You're like, I worked really hard to get to this point so I could do this thing, like go on the zip line or whatever. And it just sounds really glamorous. But if we're holding the rest of ourselves back in our everyday lives, it's going to be that much harder to get to that point. And we've talked about Future You. You know, We had a podcast earlier this year about getting really clear on all of our desires and our wants about the future and then doing our best to pull as much of that into the present as possible so yeah maybe we can't go on the line today but there's a lot of other things that we can do today that are going to drive that confidence and you know people say that i'm just tired of tired or i'm tired of doing the doing or i can't even do the doing because i'm so down and out and when we can pull those future you things into the present there's just these little sparks you know that kind of light that flame of desire and satisfaction to be able to show up for yourself in a new way without taking these like really drastic, crazy measures. And we're just building a little bit of momentum, one thing at a time. And then we actually do create a life that feels good for you. Mm -hmm. And then you start making choices that feel better in your body. But when we're down and out, because we can't do the thing that we really want to do, I think we stay stuck in the trap of the behaviors that we're trying to get out of.
0: Yeah. And we tend to not do the other things. We tend to not do things that light us up. Yes. Yeah. So
1: I would say it's like what really lights you up? And whose desire is it? I think that's a good check. Ah. On our podcast with Chris Hale, he was saying like, yeah, whose goal is it? I think it's like, yeah, whose desire is it? Is it really my desire or was it a desire set for me by diet culture or... My mom or, you know, in this case, it was like education, right? Okay. Like this school or company was like, you got to have the certificate or you don't know any of this, which is not necessarily factual, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like, whose desire is this and how much of it is mine, I think is a good check too. Mm-hmm. Okay. So yeah, if you find yourself saying, when I do this then i the when i then i is it is a good red flag moment just to pause it's not necessarily wrong but it's just a good place to pause and to check in with yourself and see if it's actually worth putting it off concur we keep our eyes peeled for things in the media or in real life that come from diet culture or that perpetuate diet culture in some way. These are often the subtle ways it creeps in, which is why we're shining a light on it and sharing it with you. So this is our last podcast recording of 2022. And I know we talked about New Year's resolutions last year, but it's it's something (laughs) we can continue to discuss because I don't know if everybody here has listened to that. But Let's talk about it. New Year's resolution. So, well, before we get into the nitty gritty of why we want to talk about it, I will say, and I wish I could find the document. I remember because I had a, you know, one-year-old at home and my husband was working and I wasn't quite feeling up to it. I did not go out on New Year's Eve. So I made a list of all of the goals for myself for this year. And I cannot find the document. Mm Mm-hmm. But I know two things were on there that I was really proud of to like to do for myself. And one of them was like go on a girls trip because it was something that I hadn't done after having a baby and mm-hmm. being through the pandemic like it had just been so long before I got to do something like that for myself. And so that was like it seems maybe silly, but I was just so excited to be like, hey, I wrote down this goal and I did it. And then I was trying to think what the other one was. But I know at least like there were probably 10 and I know I, I got through like seven out of 10 of them. No, but I, I wanted to prove that number to myself because I cannot find the list. But I'm mm. gonna find it. But Did you I just th- like
0: handwritten it or it's like a electronic. It's list? it's
1: electronic. I remember sitting in bed on my laptop, like typing it out. So I don't know if it was an email to me. I've searched emails, I've searched documents. I don't know where it is, but I want to find it. It'll probably pop up at the, you know, an opportune time. But, but yeah. So I, I do like using the new year, even though I think time is imaginary and completely made up. I do like using the new year to, you know, reflect on what we've done all year and to reflect on, you know, my goals and things that I want to achieve for the next year. And like many people that have come before me and in current times. A long time ago, I probably would have put body or weight on that list, and I haven't been doing that at all, probably for you know at least i don't know eight years,
0: maybe five. Yeah. and have you thought about your years? Do you reflect? I used to create all sorts of ridiculous things I wanted to do years, <laughs> but I have since stopped. I have not thought about it at all, other than one thing I was thinking about. What the other day was all the amazing books that I have read this year.
1: I like because I really
0: had like a book drought, where I was only reading science and parenting books for way too long, and I finally stepped out of that and just read so many books. And granted, some of them were science. You know, we had our book report about that last week, but I just read a lot of really interesting things this year. I'm just like, wow, I really expanded myself, and so I look forward to continuing that for next year and this year i yes i have one only goal which is to start playing the drums again other than that like it can be for five minutes i don't really care but that's it i'd have to get back on yeah yeah <laughs> that's well, like, those are the only things like i don't yeah. like do i don't do a huge reflection or big goal setting in january anymore i know myself and i write down way more things than are possible for me and i and and not in a self-limiting way like i'm not saying that i just it just just like to live as as it goes yeah
1: well like i said time is imaginary so it's just like why not do it on march 1st or july 5th i don't know or just you don't have to do it at all so i I think also for me because my birthday is january 3rd Mm -hmm. that it feels like it
0: all goes together it
1: kind of feels mushed into this like milestone time frame. But I did want to talk today about, you know, since we're talking about diet culture Mm -hmm. is, you know, this like epidemic of people being like this year, I'm going to, you know, like the top of the list is their body or their weight. always, And I don't blame them. There's so much discussion about fitness and getting, you know, back on the the wagon or the horse, you know, come the new year mm-hmm. and you and I see it where it's like, yeah, everybody seems to be wherever they are. And then it's usually around March is when we're the busiest mm-hmm. because that's where people have been like, oh, I was trying to do it myself. And then I realized I can't do it myself and now I need help. But or people are doing like try January
0: or the whole, you know, the uh, the ever loving whole 30. Yeah. In January. January. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, um, I can't wait for the Whole Foods hot bar to change over January first. Like, full. I know I actually, yeah,
1: I I actually am going to have full time childcare next year, and so I actually will have more time to do some things. So I'm looking forward to doing more fitness related things, and mm-hmm. I I kind of am like, oh no, it's like it just happens to coincide with the new
0: year, and I want to be like, no, it's not why. Oh, Yeah, I mean, there is research to show that like beginning of the month, beginning of the year, birthdays, all of these, you know, new points for us to turn over a new leaf, I believe it was on Hidden Brain podcast has a whole episode on this. And they are helpful touchstones for people to then create change. So we're not saying that, you you know, it's bad to do New Year's resolutions. We still want you to do them. But think of them as any other time of year. It's like, what is a like, what is a goal that I have for myself? Is this within the realm of possibility for me? Or is this coming from some other place that's outside of me not me like just really get it do a good reflection on why that is your goal and it's it's not
1: all or nothing either right so I think sometimes people think
0: oh, if I didn't hit my goal by
1: you know March then I guess I have to give up on this goal or it can't be possible for me and you know just that all or nothing mindset thinking I think sneaks in throughout the year or you know there's just so many jokes of like well you know i i didn't hit it i didn't do any of my goals you know for january so i'm just going to quit and i'm not going to have any kind of consistency or attempt to try to you know do what i set out to do because i didn't hit it so i think that like all or nothing thinking can be also kind of a trap when we do these kinds of bigger goal setting things so
0: yeah so what i would do is encourage people to pick one thing and then with that one thing really plan it out. Like, what does it really look like now, day one? And then what do you want it to look like day 365? You know, like, what is the progression of, like, making the habit, that new, that new thing that you want? Like, really plan it out. Be really mindful and intentional. Because the more that you can define it and have clarity on it, the more likely you're going to do it. So if we just put these, you know, one liners on there, I'm going to get more, you know, example, I'm going to lose weight this year. Well, how much and how am I going to get there? And what are the steps that I need to take to, you know, what, you know, is there something in my way in terms of the, the types of foods that I'm eating or the way that I'm moving my body or not moving my body. Like what, be very specific about what the goal is, or if it's to be more fit. What does that mean? Do you want to be able to like walk for, you know, 30 minutes without stopping? Do you want to be able to lift a certain amount of weights? Like just be very specific because the more specific you are, then you know where you are now and then where you're trying to go. And it's, that makes that process a whole lot more tangible to you and your brain.
1: A question that I thought of while you were saying that was how, like, there's how we think we're going to feel when we get to that goal, which everybody's like, it'll be amazing, Mm -hmm. right? Which is maybe true, maybe not true. But also asking yourself, like, how do I think this process is gonna feel? Mm-hmm. Which we get to test I know how it feels, but I think a lot of people think like, oh, we're just thinking of the results and how amazing it will feel. We're not really thinking of like what does commitment actually feel like? What does consistency actually feel like? And like <laughs> what are the actual obstacles, like you said, and maybe what are the strategies I'm gonna come up with in order to actually get through or over those humps because It's not all rainbows and butterflies, you know, with anything, right? You know, whether you're going back to school or, you know, changing your body or, you know, getting a new job or whatever it is, there's going to be some challenges.
0: Yeah. So in one of the first books I read of the year, so 11 months ago, Atomic Habits, and it talks about like you have to fall in love with the process and be okay with the monotony of it. Because that is how people that are great at what they do is, is that the process is a part of them. They didn't just magically become, you know, the goat of their profession, right? Like they they fell in love with the monotony of throwing a ball 500 times a day mm-hmm. to be good at where it goes or what have you, shooting the basketball or you know if we you know we're not we can't all be in sport people well, but you know we're just, or being really good at your job like there is a lot of monotony in it and so be okay with that it's not going to be all fun so that's all i have to say we have to fall in love with the process
1: yes yes i've been actually thinking about that with parenting a lot <laughs> Because so much of it is just, it is being present in a situation that's maybe not exciting to me. Mm -hmm. And then it's like, how can I enjoy this one moment? Mm -hmm. Or how can I fall in love with this situation of changing Mm -hmm. a poopy diaper?
0: (laughs) Well, it's not even that. It's just like, just being in it. You don't have to like it or dislike it. You just have to know that it is it is what it is. You don't yeah. have to like it or dislike it. It is. Yeah. There's no getting around it. It yeah. just is. Well, and yeah, I
1: think the thing too is like when, you know, my son is now too, and temper tantrums are imminent <laughs> and, and daily, you know, so it's like, okay, am I going to allow myself to get worked up and stressed out every time? No. Cause if I do that, I'm going to lose my mind. Right. So it's like really working on my own, like, self-regulation techniques through this process and it's like yeah I just have to be with it Mm
0: -hmm. yeah and that's how I feel about cooking I used to love cooking so much and I don't so much anymore and I know a lot of people out there feel the same way but it's like well I have these beliefs about what I have these values about how I take in food and how my body feels and so I have to cook the thing
1: yeah and so i just
0: do it anyway but i don't hate on it but i also don't force myself to love it either
1: yeah we're not we're not talking about toxic positivity
0: right no i right exactly like i don't yeah. ma- force myself to love the situation but i also don't hate on it because i don't want that feeling either so it's like okay i know you're tired it's okay and then we just we do the, we do the thing yeah I mean, that brings up a good point, which
1: is, like, complaining. I think that's, like, something that I'm trying to be more mindful of and how I would like to reduce complaining overall, Mm -hmm. because what is the point? Like, for all of 2023, I want to, like, just extinct saying that I'm tired. Mm -hmm. So, actually, if anybody out there hears me say it or if you hear me say it, I just want you to be like,
0: Don't say that. But what if you are actually tired? What will you say? I didn't get enough sleep last night and I'm feeling the effects of that. We're just going to make it Uh long, long winded version. It's interesting
1: because it's like if I tell you I'm tired, what are you supposed to do with that? You're like, go take a nap. Maybe I could tell you, like, hey, I'm not up for. Our meeting today, like I don't know, I feel like you just take it to the next level of like, what do I actually need? Like telling wow. telling you my problem isn't really helpful or like changing anything. So it'd be like, hey, I'm needing some space or I'm needing some rest. Do you think we could reschedule this? Or you know, that's just oh, wow.
0: Yeah, we I mean, do, but you know think about yeah. So if everybody out there thought about the thing that they say, what is their default? And if you really took some time to think about it, what is it that you actually really need when you are saying, I'm busy, I'm tired, I'm whatever, and see how that shifts your self-care.
1: Well, yeah, and it's really challenging because a lot of people have problem asking for help or saying no or, (laughs) you know, nurturing themselves or nourishing themselves in some ways. So I just kind of feel like we're constantly being like, I'm just so tired, I'm so busy, I'm so tired, I'm so busy, and like so – I'm declaring it here. That's my 2023 resolution. Okay,
0: right here. Love it. Exciting. I think that that's really great. I can't. I'm gonna ponder on that some. I'm gonna. I'm gonna think about that myself.
1: And I bet you, like the next time I talk to you, I'm gonna be like, oh. But it's you know we got to bring awareness to it. It's a practice. It's not
0: an overnight shift. Uh, Oh yeah. Okay. How are you going to hold yourself accountable? Well,
1: I'm I'm asking people who hear me say it to them, my friends that are listening to tell me, yeah, I'm just every time I, I, that I'm aware of it, I'm going to ask myself, what do I really need right now? Mm-hmm. Like, am I giving myself what I need? Am I asking for the help that I need? What What, what is the next level of that statement? Mm-hmm. I'm just going to have to repeat that over and over again until I get to the habit of going to that next level automatically.
0: I just thought of something. This will resonate with the potentially other parents out there that have older kids, teenagers. I frequently say to my husband, I just don't know what to do. I know what to do. <laughs> I'm just not willing to follow through with it. Okay. Like I don't I don't answer my own question because I don't want the answer. Because I don't want to have to like do the hard thing of taking the computer out of the room and doing like going through that whole drama with a thirteen-year-old on, you know, their addiction with it's it's video hard game. to follow through as a parent
1: on things it's because thing. what it's easy is like oh, I'm going to take it away. It's like now I have to feel the wrath of my child, and you know, it's it's not like it's not how I imagined it. For my parents when I was a kid, like, oh, it just must be so easy for them.
0: They love to inflict misery. I know that that's probably what they think. So, yeah. So it's like, well, then when we, I also think, okay, well, if you don't have kids and then you like, you say these things to yourself and you don't want to have to answer yourself on like, well, you actually know what to do. But then we gotta well, that's follow a good through one because on we
1: hear that all the time with weight related or health related things. They're like, I just don't I don't know what to do. And I'm like, what if we gave it a guess? You know, and then they give me like immediately like three amazing responses. And like, what if we start there? You know, like we do know a lot more than we give ourselves credit for. So I really that yes. statement. That's another one to watch.
0: Yeah. And so there we go. Okay.
1: So really what you could say for yourself as a starter, right, without even changing is, ah, I do know what to do and it's really harsh. Right. You know, and just kind of like, to me, that's more embracing the, the truth of our present moment mm-hmm. instead of mm-hmm. denying it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And even maybe just that one little shift will like spark some movement. Mm-hmm. But maybe it won't. I don't know.
0: We'll see. It's it's worth exploring. Yeah. Good luck with that. Thanks, and good luck to everyone out there exploring their resolutions, boundaries, their I don't knows. I'm tired. I'm I'm busy. All of the things, and we hope that you also reflect on when you, if you have any, when I to lies. Well. I sure hope we gave you something new to think about this year and helped you take one more
1: step on your path to freeing yourself from diet culture. Please be sure to subscribe to this podcast and follow us on Instagram at path underscore nutrition. Don't forget to visit us on pathnutrition.com to get your free anti-diet toolkit. Bye. Bye everyone. have Have a new
0: year.